Welcome to Attention, a podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. My name is Ray Shillings. Conversations with people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and relevant. Our stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. AAF District 10 promotes professional development and networking, recognize advertising excellence, provides news and resources, helps develop future industry leaders, and promotes the value of ethical and transparent advertising. And I got to say, they do a great job. You can find out more at aaf10.org. We've got a special guest today who's a marketing specialist at Timberland Advertising Institute and the AAF Dallas Education Chair, and her name is Sandy Edgar. Sandy, um, first of all, I'm glad you're feeling better. We had this podcast scheduled for uh, last week, I think it was, and you were not feeling that great, but I'm happy to hear that you sound like you're feeling a whole heck of a lot better. So that's, that's a good thing, especially it's so lousy getting sick in the wintertime, isn't it? It is, and thank you, and especially right before finals. It's a very exciting time to uh, navigate that process, but here we are, and I'm alive, so that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you're here, too, as well, and alive. It's a good thing. You you are involved uh, with education. Education really is, is really, if you put your name out there, it would be Sandy Edgar, education specialist. Uh, wouldn't you say that? Has that been a part of your life, uh, all your life, or Aww, uh, something new to you, or what? That's sweet of you. Um, I would say it has been a part of my life in different capacities since I was a child, Um I grew up in Pennsylvania, and our family is Polish, as most people know. Um, something that our family did is that we would work with new immigrants to the United States from Poland and teach them English. So me and my brother would work with the kids, and my parents would work with their parents, and we would, every Sunday, sit down and have a meal together and just talk. And um, then that translated into me teaching uh, in R- English in Russia in 2004 for a little while, and then traveling overseas quite a bit. I was an exchange student in Germany. So needless to say, yes, I would say education and helping others find the resources they need to succeed in life kind of is just part of the fabric of my family and community. You know, Mattress Mac, Jim McInvale says, education is the best thing in the world. There's enough for everybody to go around, and you can take as much as you want. It will never run out. And I'm, what, I'm, I think this is fascinating to think that you this start this goes back to your parents. What part of Pennsylvania were you in, by the way? Like Philly or Pittsburgh or what? Very close. So if you were to draw a triangle between New York City and Philadelphia, near Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wyoming, Reading. That is where I grew up. So an hour and a half from Philly, an hour and a half from New York City, which was, to me, the perfect, most magical childhood. I had access to going to Frank Lloyd Wright's Falling Water on field trips. We went to Washington, D.C. to all the museums. Um, We'd go to New York City to see Broadway's. It was the best of all of it. Plus, we lived in the countryside. So I had a fantastic childhood in that. So I, I heard that you taught in Russia. Uh, what was that experience like? That had to be magnificent. Um, I'm not certain I would use that word, but I appreciate the intent. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was in the summer of 2004. We were in Ekaterinburg, Russia, which is on the Asia side of the country. 
in the Ural Mountains. And um, we were teaching children English at a summer camp. And it was a very beautiful kind of Soviet space that was a previous Soviet spa of all things that we were at. Um, The students were amazing, but the um, government officials were threatened by our presence. So that is the most I can say about that. Okay. So a good, a good opportunity to get some major experience in a kind of a diverse and, uh, and navigating politics, which was quite unexpected. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> really? Okay. The uh, story soon to, uh, to, to continue to develop as well. So now we bring you back to the United States here at SMU. You're the marketing specialist at the Tamerlan Advertising Institute. Talk about that. What is that all about? What do you guys do there? So Timberland Advertising Institute is one of the only endowed, if not the only endowed advertising institutes at a university in the United States, which means we have amazing resources for our students. Um, We have three undergraduate majors, two undergraduate minors, as well as a graduate program. And at the end of the day, the intent for the institute, which was started by Jim Goodnight, was to marry the world of advertising research in academia as well as the professional world. So it's really neat to see how that filters down into day-to-day interactions with our students, how that research kind of infiltrates the industry. Um, Obviously, we have more we can do on that, but it's a wonderful place in such a gem of an institute that doesn't exist anywhere else. So I'm very privileged to have a job in a place in a career where that just doesn't exist elsewhere. Um, We have amazing, amazing course opportunities. So we take students to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, every March. There's a graduate course that goes to the Cannes Festival of Creativity in France every June. Um, We take students to New York City. It's kind of just an endless list of opportunities that arise from being part of an institute, which is absolutely fantastic. And what's interesting, to me at least, is that we are within the Meadows School of the Arts and not a business or communication school. So we are a very um, art-focused, centric department in in advertising, that's kind of a rare thing at this point in academia because a lot of those departments are housed within those business or communication schools. So that's also another great resource for our students. Describe your students for you. What 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 are they like? Um, are they receptive? Are they do they surprise you sometimes? What 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 is it like to be involved in something like that at the at SMU? It's- surprising. So I I came to the Timberland Advertising Institute three years ago now. And previously, I was at uh, University of Texas at Dallas. And then I was previous to that teaching at a few different community colleges. And <clears throat> I would say our students are very deeply engaged with the industry, with each other, um, within our own department even, have very close relationships with the professors. We, the professors, lobby very hard for our students to get them jobs, internships. Um, We, part of our, especially my role, is to network them into the industry. And it's really fulfilling to see that. But 
these students are just absolutely phenomenal, really. I mean, the school motto is world changers shaped here. And I really fully see and believe that when I interact with our students, it's really cool to see what they're doing and the hearts they have to serve the community beyond just getting a job is just really, really fun. Sandy Edgar is the first district education chair and uh, a job that's uh, kind of morphing and, 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 and de- developing as you, uh, as you progress. Talk about that. It's got to be an exciting journey for you, Sandy, I bet. It's so exciting, and it's been really fun to work with D10 as well as AAF National to form and create the kind of next wave of advertising education. So I would say my role at present, which is currently evolving as well, one of the facets is to work with the NEEC, which is the National Education Executive Committee. They work to bring down, well, bring along different rules and regulations as far as NSAC, um, which is the National Student Advertising Competition, or things related to ad clubs, um, and then also just advertising curriculum altogether. So every district has one or two representatives on the NEEC board, but my goal is to take the initiatives that they create from the national level and to bring them into our district thoroughly to different schools and universities, as well as identify new opportunities. Like, for example, we just onboarded Arkansas State University for the first AF ad club and NSAC team there. So that's very exciting. Um, And so we're looking to identify different colleges and universities as well to involve in advertising education at the AAF level. The uh, National Student Advertising Competition is labeled as the future of our industry. Uh, It's, uh, for those of you who don't know, the premier college advertising competition that provides more than 2,000 college students the real-world experience of creating a strategic advertising marketing media campaign for a corporate client. Students uh, then develop a marketing plan. They pitch their work to advertising pros at the district and the semifinal, and then finally the national level. So this is, I feel like you're the right person for this job. You having fun so far? I'm having a lot of fun. It's been so much fun to work with our lovely governor, Bill Richmond, as well as I was just in New York City at the Student Advertising Career Conference, and we had some NEEC meetings there as well. I really enjoy working with Ayana and Laura from National, um, but all of the other faculty involved with the NEEC are a pleasure and a delight and great fun. So absolutely. And if I'm not having fun, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's the attitude. I love it. So Sandy, what are some of the biggest challenges you've seen thus far? Um, There aren't really challenges. I say there are opportunities in just how do we take this type of a role and duplicate it to other districts and what is really, we need to clearly define the goal and intent. We have a lovely NSAC chair for our district. His name is Z. um, And I'd ever want to step on his toes. So it's just a balancing act between that, um, finding opportunities to lobby for scholarshiping for different, um, for new ad clubs or NSAC teams, for example, and just Connect people and resources is a great thing. I would say that's the goal. Um, And just identifying those resources 
is an exciting opportunity because there are so many scholarships and resources out there for students alike that we really want to get out there and publicize. So, Sandy, why is this important uh, to you and uh, future ad stars to keep this program rolling and developing into a great thing? I would say advertising and education in general, just personally important to me. It's sort of how I got my footing in this world. And I care deeply about investing in the next generation of students and advertisers. I want to teach people how to be um, ethical and responsible and hopefully decent humans of this world. Um, But we are at the end of the day, like communicators and how can you communicate effectively and what can you do to better this world are things I'm always thinking about. So personally, I'm a humanist and I have a humanities degree and I fully really believe in that end of the world, I would say. Um, Yeah. So investing in the next generation is top of mind to me. And in, I even count the number of times students, the word students are mentioned in meetings these days. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. You know, to do anything great, I think you have to really believe in what you do. There are a lot of folks out there that just kind of move through life and, and get, go day to day and really don't leave a mark or, or, or really care about uh, if they do. Uh, but obviously you do. Would you say that in your mind, Sandy, education is one of the most important elements in growing a next generation of ad folks? Oh, absolutely. I mean, to me, it is probably the most important. Um, Taking students from the age of 18 to 22 on average and nurturing them as they sort of come into their own, become independent, free thinkers and kind of shepherd them into their you know, first steps of their career is such a privilege. And it's so fun and rewarding to see this happen. In fact, two of my interns last night won pretty significant awards for the advertising department. And it almost broke my heart because it occurred to me they're about to graduate and leave. And I just can't imagine the world without them, you know, in my day to day life. It's just astounding. But it's the most heartbreaking and rewarding in that. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. You, you, that's like turning a child out into the world that you've taken the time to raise, and you, and you go, gee, I wish they wouldn't go, but boy, am I excited to see what they're going to do out there all on, on their own. And you know they're taking a part of you with them, Sandy, so that's a good thing. You are so deeply involved in the educational aspect of our industry, and I couldn't find this anywhere, uh, Facebook, doesn't really matter where I look, but what does Sandy do to take a break beyond getting sick and taking a week off? I am the biggest museum nerd. I love art deeply. Um, So when possible, I try to get to museums and galleries. I'm pretty deeply connected with the Dallas art scene. But beyond that, when I travel, most of our travel is based on museums we need to visit. So for example, last Christmas and New Year's, we were in Mexico City, and that is the America's kind of largest museum capital, which most people don't realize, um, and had the best time visiting, I don't know how many museums, but it was just fantastic. So I like to go kind of escape the world and spend time quietly with art. And um, that's sort of my retreat. That's my space. And separately, I just really enjoy travel. 
Do you uh, do you uh, have any art in your home that you've uh, cherished uh, and maybe picked up along the way? I do. I have several. Well, I have a house full of art, to be honest, <laughs> that I love deeply. <laughs> Um, in graduate school, I met a rising artist. His name is Gabriel Daw and worked with him and traveled with him um, quite a bit. Our first installation together was the TED conference in Long Beach, California. Um, and I had the opportunity to invent a tool for him, which he still uses to create his installations. So I have a piece of his work in my house that I absolutely love and adore. And, um, Several others as well, and Erica Stevens' painting, which is absolutely beautiful and reminds me of a Manet that I've seen um, and studied quite a bit. So yeah, I I deeply love art. I love living with art, and I I hope everybody has the opportunity to live with some form of art. Art collector, educator, curious person, and also one of the top 25 women in Dallas advertising who break glass ceilings and elevate the industry. As you were named one of the 2019 AAF Dallas shining stars. That's kind of cool. Talk about that. (laughs) This whole year has been kind of bizarrely hilarious because I've won quite a few awards of that caliber. And it was just kind of endlessly exhausting to the point where I would get texts from various friends each day and my mentor whom I love um, deeply and they'd say well have you won an award today and I was like wow this is just absolutely getting ridiculous so the Shining Star Award is pretty fantastic it was developed in AF Dallas as a way to recognize women when you search Dallas women previously, they would come up with like a list of the most beautiful women, but let's talk about the talent that we bring to the table. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I appreciate that that exists and it's a very fantastic, I mean, it's just a lovely program and it's uh, bizarre to be recognized in a way. Just, I'm not usually out there doing that. I like to be more behind the scenes, kind of enabling others to succeed and providing resources in that. So that was very wow. sweet and amazing to receive that award and quite fantastic. Okay, so you need to add on to your home or uh, wherever you live uh, on a, on a, a trophy room or something like that. I guess, huh? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you know, here's another one too. Why? So as long as we're dishing out awards, let's go for this one too, okay? Um, yeah, this was uh, just uh, not that long ago, actually. Uh, advertising students are in first place for creative excellence in the 2019. Texas Central Bullet Train short film competition. It says congratulations to TAI students Isaac uh, Cordova and Will Sutter for achieving the top creative award in the Texas Central Bullet Train short film competition. And thanks to everybody who voted for them first place. So we are proud. Tell me about these guys and tell me about this this award. What is this? Uh, what is this all about? This is a creative award. It was brought about from the Texas Central Bullet Train. I'm not even sure the full acronym. It's so long. Um, So either way, there was a competition for students to enter. We submitted, or we, our students submitted a piece. Um, I was not involved with it at all, I shall say. And I was just made aware of when they became finalists and then also winners. Um, So our students, this is the great thing, is like our professors find these opportunities for students and we have students winning awards all day and night on these types of things. It is just kind of amazing and exciting and astounding how often this happens. 
And yeah, I, I don't know, but I was not deeply involved with that one, but I'm very happy for them. They're lovely students. Yeah. Well, you were involved. You just didn't realize it. Okay. At, at this point. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You've done a lot of great things. Back to the, uh, the education chair, as you say, it's a, it's a growing uh, opportunity. How can people find out more about what you are doing there and, and help you grow that and help it uh, become a real, uh, real cool resource for everybody. What, what, what can they do to help? Absolutely. So right now I am um, gathering a committee to work on scholarships, which will be coming down the pike in January. So I've reached out to a few people. I am looking currently for some faculty members in specifically Northwest Louisiana and Arkansas that would like to join our committee and help us with scholarshiping. So if anybody's interested, you can email me at sandy, S-A-N-D-I, at smu.edu. And also the easiest way to find us, as well as me, is on aaf10.org, which is our district website. Okay. You're going to do great things here in 2020. There's no doubt about that. And uh, again, I really appreciate it. I know you've been very busy up to this point of the year with finals and such like that. So now you get a chance to take some time off, hopefully, and do some fun stuff uh, for the holidays. But but really, thanks, Sandy, for taking the time to uh, to talk to us about, you know, the education opportunities and the great things that uh, AAFD10 is doing as well for uh, advertising. You know, it's one of those things where you get involved in the American Advertising Federation, whether it be on a local level, a local club, or a, even a district level, and you kind of you kind of stay with it. There's so many folks who have gotten involved with American Advertising Federation and have grown into an incredible uh, incredibly responsible positions with the club. And it sounds like you're on the track to, uh, uh, to do the same thing. Oh, well, thank you. And I will say another thing that AAF has brought into my life, which was wonderfully unexpected is like a lot of really great friendships with people from our district, from our club level, um, even national, it just, it's a lovely organization of people. And I'm, I, it's such a privilege to be involved for sure. Well, they made a good choice, Sandy. Thanks thanks again for being here and uh, continued success and get to feeling better as well, too. All right? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Happy holidays. Same to you. You've been listening to a podcast from the American Advertising Federation District 10. You can find out more at AAF10, the number 10.org. Subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, via RSS, wherever your favorite podcast platform is. You'll find us right there. Do that and you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes is going to help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. Until next time, thanks for listening. This is Ad Tension, copyright 2019, and my name is Ray Shelton.